Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome to this special edition of The Benny Show. We try so hard on this show to tell you what is happening in the background inside of our politics and what is happening here in America is that you are watching the Titanic sink. You are watching a party, a national party, and there are only two in this country of any merit, and you are watching a national party throw off its own president. On this special edition of The Benny Show, we are going to prove to you that the Democrat Party is finished with Joe Biden and that they are going to cast him out like the diseased, decrepit, dementia-ridden leper that he is. Ladies and gentlemen, they're not even hiding it anymore. We pride ourselves in being able to bring you the truth, and so we wish to ask you a simple thing, a favor on this show. If you would not mind, please consider heading over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribing to our show. It is our single ask. It is free, and it really helps us out because it helps grow this audience. And when we grow this audience, we all grow together in the singularity for the sole purpose of saving this country. It's all we want to do, and it's the only thing that drives us every single day when we are live and we were on and we were making content for you. The reason why we are so delighted to bring you this show is because, well, it seems like even the Democrat Party has understood that there are limits to how much communism and socialism they can thrust upon this country. If you'd want to know about Joe Biden's lack of popularity, all you need to do is head on out to the streets and ask the youths. Doesn't matter if they're black or white, rich or poor, doesn't matter what part of the country they're from. You merely need to ask the youths whether they like Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Listen to the children, if you will, the very unscientific poll of just wandering the streets and saying, yo, how are things going? Do you like Trump or Biden? Watch. Trump or Biden? Trump. Talking about, bro. Talking about. Biden's a pussy, bro. That dude doesn't even know his own words, bro. Dude's has dementia. Dude has dementia up in this cut, bro. And he is the leader of the free world? What the f*** is that, my guy? What the f*** is that, bro? Everybody that voted for Biden only voted for Biden because they didn't vote for Trump. They didn't like Biden. They just didn't like Trump. So what we have there is the unscientific poll. And now it's time to go into the scientific polling and journalism of the New York Times. We don't like citing the New York Times. We think that the New York Times is hot garbage. However, we must read the tea leaves. You have to start looking at the people who got Joe Biden elected to start realizing how bad the man is properly tanking. The people who got Biden elected were the corporate press, New York Times chiefly among them. They led the drumbeat of who the Bidens were and how often the lies had to be told about the Bidens, the American people, to get America to assume that this guy was electable, that this guy was uh, uh, had senility. 
and that he had all the many things that they said Joe Biden had. All those traits were a lie. Joe Biden wasn't a foreign policy expert, nor was he an expert in anything other than enriching his own family. The only thing Joe Biden built back better was his own family's bank accounts. And the New York Times is finding out that, well, you can't tell that lie forever. You cannot tell the lies forever. They always collapse in on themselves. Reality will always come roaring back and it will hurt. President Biden is facing an alarming amount of doubt from inside of his own party, writes the New York Times. In a recent article, 64% of Democrat voters say that they would prefer a new standard bearer in the 2024 campaign. Now, the New York Times did a poll with Senia College. This is a liberal poll. This is a suppression poll, as you would call it. This is the kind of poll that is meant to boost Democrats and to suppress conservative voices. And so when 64% of Democrat voters are saying that they don't want Biden, you know that it is fire alarm time. Widespread concerns about the economy and inflation have helped turn the national mood decidedly dark. Both Biden and his trajectory of his team for this nation has been seen as macabre for voters in the United States. See this as going in the wrong direction, a pervasive sense that spans every corner of the country, every age range and racial group, cities, suburbs, and rural areas, and both parties. Only 13% of American voters said the nation was on the right track, and CNN has a poll saying that only 1% of voters said that things were going very well. Just a year and a half into his first term, Mr. Biden is already a year and a half older than Ronald Reagan was at the end of two full terms. And you may recall that Ronald Reagan was said to be too old and too decrepit to be president. That was one of the major attacks on Ronald Reagan. If Joe Biden mounts another campaign in 2024, Mr. Biden would be asking the country to elect a leader who has, who would be 86 at the end of his tenure. Mr. Biden himself said that he questions his fitness to be president but he reassures Americans that he is in good shape. Even for some admirers, though, the question is whether or not he will last six more years. So that from the New York Times is just an abject and brutal savagery of Joe Biden. You have to understand what's happening behind the scenes. What's happening behind the scenes is not the New York Times suddenly realize how aging works, that Joe Biden will get a year older from 365 days ago. The New York Times is recognizing that Joe Biden is failing at his job, and that is damaging their preferred party, the Democrat Party. And so the word has gone out. The message has come from on high in the vertically integrated DNC corporate media apparatchik system to say, you must destroy this man. And Joe Biden is not taking it very well. Here's how Joe Biden reacted to being asked about that poll. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two-thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no. 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Right. My butt's been wiped. That's what Joe Biden said there. He cannot handle the fact that his only friends, his only allies, the only people who got him elected, the corporate press, 
who ran coverage for Joe Biden while he slept in his basement during the 2020 campaign, that they are turning on him. This is creating a parallel universe inside of Joe Biden's brain, and it's snapping his already fragile mind in half. But it's not just the New York Times, which is taking a battle axe to Joe Biden and cracking his already fragile psyche. It is CNN. CNN, of course, being the chief cheerleader water boy for the Biden campaign and regime has now utterly collapsed in on Joe Biden when he begins to affect their true love, which is power. Joe Biden, you see, is getting in the way of power for CNN. CNN wants Democrats to be in perpetual power and to always have control of this country. And Joe Biden is eroding Americans' faith in the Democrat Party and is going to usher in a monumental victory for Republicans in the fall. And so that just can't do. CNN now turning all their guns a-blazing on old Joe. Check it out. Tonight, 75%. The vast majority of Democrats, three out of four, don't want Biden to be their nominee in 2024. That is according to a new CNN poll. Out front now, David Axelrod, former senior advisor to President Obama. David, I, I heard that and sort of stopped in my tracks for a second. Three quarters of Democrats don't want the incumbent president to run again. Uh, how worried should Biden be right now about that? Well, I mean, obviously, this is a this is a very unhappy uh, bit of data for him. And I'm sure, you know, it is concerning. Well, David Axelrod says, well, this isn't very good. And the reason why David Axelrod is so upset there is because David Axelrod was the campaign strategist for Barack Obama. This uh, this is Barack Obama's third term. This is what this is. Term number three for Barack Obama, and they're not going well. Nothing is going well in this country. You are currently living through the dumpster fire of the Joe Biden presidency, and that can be a tough pill to swallow. So why add more tough pills to swallow to your nutritional supplements? Did you know that nutritional supplements in pill form is actually one of the worst ways to absorb nutrients. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. It's hard to make a vitamin liquid that tastes good naturally, but Healthy Cell did it. And I use Healthy Cell every single morning along with my wife, who, let me tell you, is a nutrition stickler. Nurse Kate, man, if this passes her test, it is gold. And speaking of gold, you don't want to waste your gold, your money on pills that don't work. So use Healthy Cell, something that tastes great and gets the job done. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's Healthy Cell, C-E-L-L, and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. Be healthier than Joe Biden. Democrats know it, and ultimately, it's a rat's game in politics. Rats will eat each other. Rats will attack each other. Rats have no loyalty. They'll do anything to get a leg up, to get a piece of cheese. The rats of politics are now turning on Joe Biden. You can see it in the media inside of the DNC corporate press apparatchik superstructure, vertically integrated and ready to go. And you can see it inside of politics itself. Joe Biden's own party and varying members of Joe Biden's own party being unable and unwilling to say that they will back 
the man currently residing inside of the Oval Office from their own party if he runs for re-election. This is just utterly devastating, by the way, and unprecedented in the history of politics. AOC asked if she will support Biden 2024. Go. I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him? You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and preserving a majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But um, but I think if if the president has a vision, then that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the when the time comes. That's not a yes. <laughs> that's not a yes. <laughs> I love that awkward silence. It's so good. It's so delicious. That answer, of course, AOC is so bad at speaking and so poor at public speaking. She didn't even craft this in a way that could be sort of spun as a positive for Biden. She's just like, if Joe Biden wants to entertain running for president, maybe we can cross that bridge when we come to it. My abuela needs a bucket to bail out her house in Puerto Rico. This is not good. AOC, obviously the standard bearer for the far left of the party and the far left that Joe Biden has done nothing but lay himself prostrate on the ground and do everything he possibly could for. Uh, Joe Biden has done everything in his power to try and lick the boots of the far left socialist wing of the party that AOC represents. And that's what it gets you. Another person who represents that far left wing of the party is a member of Congress from St. Louis, Cory Bush, who represents an absolutely just horrific uh, uh, crime infested, rot infested, declining area in and around the center of St. Louis. It's amazing when you go to these squad members, the districts that they represent, you really do get to see what end-stage socialism brings you. You can go into Minneapolis with Ilhan Omar or Detroit, Michigan with Rashida Tlaib or St. Louis with Cori Bush, and you can really see the vision that they have for America. Go leave your car unlocked in any of these members of the squad's districts, and they'll show you exactly what their policies will bring. Nonetheless, Cori Bush showing that her policies will not be bringing a Joe Biden endorsement. You want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? She's going to go. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, that's an easy question. It's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden I don't run? want to answer that question because we have not, that's not, yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president and he has the right to, to run for a second term. Absolutely. That's, but right but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, I'd rather you not do that okay, answer. So you got like two minutes to be in the car. Yeah, I know. Okay. I got to get to the. Well, thanks very much. The other thing. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah, I got to get to the thing. The other thing. Whatever that thing is, I got to get there. You can hear the aide off camera, right? All these members of Congress, always they always have like someone standing right behind them, an aide right off camera. And you can hear that aide being like, get out, get out of here now. But those are the members of the squad, right? So you have the members of the squad. They're obviously insane. They're radical. Joe Biden isn't radical enough for them. So maybe we should check in on the more realistic wing of the party. Let's find someone from a swing district. How about Abigail Spanberger? You know, Joe Biden was run by our media as a centrist, as somebody who could bring both sides together. A moderate Democrat, you might say. So let's check in with the moderate Democrat from Virginia. Abigail Spanberger is 
as moderate as you come, essentially. Now, she's voted for some super left-wing things, but she comes from a moderate district. Her district is split right down the middle. I think there might even be a Republican advantage in her district. And so Abigail Spanberger should definitely be clinging to the coattails of Joe Biden, who is supposed to be this moderate Democrat who brings both sides together, right? Wouldn't this be the perfect president to endorse Abigail Spanberger? This year, not, you're not the only one that's looking at a different district than the one you first ran in. Um, the, according to the Cook Political Report, it is a toss-up, a Democratic toss-up. Um, a D-plus-one district now is what they are calling it. And, you know, I wonder, as you look across the board, do you think that you'll have President Biden come and campaign with you in that district? I, I intend to do the campaigning myself. I am the candidate. It's my name on the ballot. Just get that question out of the way then. Would you support Biden-Harris ticket in 2024? I'm looking squarely towards 2022 and the re-election ahead of me, uh, working to make sure that voters across Virginia's 7th District know what I've been doing on their behalf and why I'm asking for their vote again. <laughs> that was not a yes, just in case you were... Uh, keeping notes, that was on a yes. And Abigail Spamberger saying, uh, I'm going to do the campaigning in my own district. It's my name on the ballot. By the way, when a politician says it's my name on the ballot, what they mean is stay the hell away from me. People are electing me, not Joe Biden. Please remember that. Please don't say that I am Joe Biden. Well, let's head on over to the upper chamber, the Senate, as they call it, inside of Congress. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show, and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America, and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data on America's best network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas, and who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran, is their CEO. Man, they want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. The upper chamber, well, you should definitely be fighting like mad to keep the Senate at 50-50. I mean, they really are trying to keep the Senate, Democrats are. It probably won't happen. We will see. One of the races that would be a huge get for Democrats would be in Ohio. Man, if they could flip that seat, boy, they'd have an incredible time there for the next six years. Tim Ryan is a member of Congress. He ran for president in 2020. He's a Democrat, and he's running for Senate in Ohio against J.D. Vance. So you'd think that Tim Ryan would absorb as much power and as much uh, just 
just gravitas from the executive branch as he could to win this race. Let's go, baby. Coattails, Tim Ryan. You definitely want to embrace working class lunch pail Joe, right? Lunch pail Joe, Joe Biden, the champion of the Rust Belt workers in Ohio. This is the man you're definitely going to cling to. Take it away, Tim Ryan. Endorse Joe Biden 2024. Do you support the president in his re-election bid? I'm working on my own election and that's all I'm focused on right now. We've got a little under four months here in Ohio and we're running a great campaign. We're up in the polls and working really hard. So I'm just going to focus on that and then we can chat about that uh, after I win and and get in the United States Senate. I'll be happy to comment. It's amazing how they all get the same talking points, right? It's it's incredible how they're like Stepford Wives, right? That all go uh, bleach their hair, right? The, the same salon, and they all end up having the exact same hairstyle, the same talking points, the same low information. I'm just focused on my race right now. Tim Ryan will not be campaigning with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a disease. It's so bad, and it's so unpopular that the whip of the Democrat majority inside of the House. His name's Steny Hoyer. He's the number two Democrat inside of the House. This dude is like legitimately very powerful. He's had this position for a long time. People thought that Nancy Pelosi was going to give up her job and give it to him. He was in line to be Speaker of the House. He may well still be. And Steny Hoyer, this guy is like blue through and through. He's been in the House for 270 years. This guy is as Democrat as you come. He is the party plank and the party pallbearer. What does he have to say about endorsing Joe Biden? But I guess you this. Uh, do you think <laughs> as some in your party are saying he should run again, he's o- open to run again, Look, that he's not Neil, too old to run again? Neil, I'm not going to go there. This is this is about today. You're asking about problems today. There's an inflation problem. But what you haven't well, said is... Well, six out of ten Democrats no, don't hold, think the Neil, president's up to dealing me, with this today, right? Neil, are you going to let me speak? Please, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, Neil, what you haven't said is, in terms of inflation... <laughs> My favorite is when they get pissed off. My favorite is when they get angry at that question because they know the answer. And the answer is, of course, no, they don't support Joe Biden. The message has gone out and we are here on this show to show you and to reveal what is happening behind the scenes. And what's happening behind the scene is Joe Biden is being replaced. So it's Joe Biden versus the world now. And they're even coming for the protections against Joe Biden that he has been depending on his entire criminal career. They're coming after his son. They're coming after his family. They're using the FBI, the Secret Service, the DOJ to come after everything Joe Biden holds dear to stop him. And that's why you're seeing 50 Democrat senators all asked by the Daily Caller if they would endorse Biden. Only five said yes. The Daily Caller contacted 50 Senate Democrats repeatedly asking if they would support Joe Biden in his 2024 presidential bid. Only five senators said yes. A spokesperson for Senate Majority Leader and Democrat New York Senator Chuck Schumer responded to the Daily Caller with a one-word answer, yes. Tim Kaine also, and Jack Reed of Rhode Island, and Cory Booker, and that's it. (laughs) 
Democrat Senator Chris Coons spokesperson answered the Daily Caller's inquiry with a reference to the senator's recent comments about Biden's 2024 run. But it didn't include a yes. This is so bad. They're doomed. They're doomed. Joe Biden is doomed. And the call has gone out from inside the House. Joe Biden must be replaced. Mark my words. You can hear the cackling coming from inside of Mordor right now. They're going to push Hillary Clinton to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to push Hillary to do it. And Dick Morris, who's a former Clinton advisor, is all saying that day and night on Newsmax. It's incredible to watch how the collapse can happen so quickly. We're not even two years in. We're not even two years in to Joe Biden's regime. And here we are. Measuring the drapes. Harris, Newsom, engage with donors in possible 2024 bids if Biden does not run. Gavin Newsom from California, one of the crappiest run states in the union, a guy who locked COVID positive patients into nursing homes, slaughtering old people. He didn't care. He locked down skate parks. He destroyed national parks. He destroyed one of the greatest economies in the entire country. And people are fleeing his state like the plague. Gavin Newsom wants to run for president. So does Kamala Harris. And she will. I think they'll primary Joe Biden. Here's the report. Joe Biden's allies are quietly meeting with party officials and donors ahead of the 2024 presidential election. They're carving the guy up while he's still alive. It's so sad. Polls show Democrat voters want an alternative. Top Democrats have already started to rub elbows with influential people who could propel a White House run in 2024. Vice President Kamala Harris has been in touch with a small group of allies who helped to organize a successful California campaigns and district attorneys and her Senate races. In 2024 election, did not come up at Harris's meetings with these allies, according to those briefs, but the gatherings themselves suggest to those familiar with the conversations that the vice president is keeping those influential close to her. Nobody's close to Kamala Harris. Let's just stop that. Nobody wants Kamala Harris either. They're looking to Gavin Newsom. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be really, really bad. Wall Street executive who raised money for Biden's 2020 campaign said he heard from both Harris and from Gavin Newsom in recent weeks. The person said the Democrats did not explicitly ask for support, but acknowledged that their efforts to reconnect with their voters and to get big money backers in case they decide to run in two years is ongoing. Heather Podesta, longtime lobbyist and Democrat Party fundraiser, hosted at least seven governors, including Newsom, at her home in Santa Monica last week. Dozens of wealthy donors are expected to go to these meetings, and Heather Podesta is herself a Satanist and a truly, truly evil, malevolent person. Look it up. Let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife, Nancy and Joe, run your bank account? Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it, and you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession, and if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with 
fired. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look right now at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold, and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand, and it is a wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value. These people are just truly sick, but it doesn't matter where Joe Biden goes. It doesn't matter where the Democrat Party goes, even if it is in dark blue states like California, even if it is in some of the darkest blue states like Connecticut, like Massachusetts, like the state of Delaware, where Brandon Falls exists. It doesn't matter where they go. The American people have been betrayed by this administration, and they're going to let Joe Biden hear it. The most crushing and critical and painful data point for the administration's utter and abject collapse is in the fact that Jill and Joe Biden cannot even travel to Democrat-run states without being run out by the people who live in those states. Go ahead and check out our special that we produced on Joe Biden and Jill Biden visiting blue states and getting wrecked by regular Americans. With faith in each other, anything is possible. So say it with me. See, say Could you imagine Michael Jordan getting booed by a Bulls audience or Tom Brady getting booed by a Patriots audience or Tampa Bay audience? Could you imagine Kanye West getting booed at his own concert by his own fans? Well, these things seem ultimately unimaginable because these are supposed to be their people. These are supposed to be the people who were brought to ascendancy by these characters, yet... Joe Biden and Jill Biden get booed inside of their own constituency states. This is a phenomenon that is happening across America where Jill and Joe Biden travel to a blue area. And we're talking the darkest blue areas in the country. States like Massachusetts, states like Connecticut, California, the Pacific Northwest. States that are applauding of Antifa firebombing federal buildings and the creation of Chaz, but wouldn't stand for Joe Biden to come visit. And this is crazy because Joe Biden's the Democrat president. You would think that Joe Biden ushered in the greatest moment for Democrats ever. They were able to defeat the great orange menace, Donald Trump. They were able to bring down the orange behemoth, the tweeting mean tweet behemoth. But they are not welcomed like conquering heroes. Very, very strange. We are noticing this phenomenon when the Bidens travel, that there will be throngs of people lining the streets telling them to let's go Brandon, which is essentially telling them to go fuck themselves. Now, Joe Biden and Jill Biden straight up approved of the let's go Brandon messaging over Christmas. You may recall they actually said 
maybe I should go f myself, to the Americans watching. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thank Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> <Yeah>. agree. <laughs> hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? I think we lost him. But many of those Americans living inside of blue states are saying N-O to Joe Biden and his regime, and we find this utterly fascinating. You didn't see Donald Trump getting protested inside of red states, yet when Joe Biden goes to dark blue Massachusetts, we're talking about a state that has all blue congressional districts, all Democrat representatives in Congress, and there's no way that's ever going to change. Here's what it looks like. Right down the coast, you have the state of Connecticut. Same thing, completely blue state, blue congressional representation, blue governor, and Jill Biden can't wander into a coffee shop without being roasted to her face with a heater. Check it out. Jill Biden, of course, moronically waving at the person who's saying that she owes him gas money and that her husband is a vegetable. Ladies and gentlemen, eat your vegetables, don't elect them. These people don't act like they elected Joe Biden. When Joe Biden went to New Jersey, he was met like this. Biden goes to California and he faces the same thing. Come on, do you get any more blue than California? California, every single election is like the number one electoral college get for Democrats. 56 votes for Democrats in the electoral college. Not anymore because they're going to be losing population. But here we have Joe Biden wandering through California, not being greeted happily. And I probably should stop right here because I've followed some difficult acts in the past. No. No. No <laughs> and then we go up to the upper Pacific Northwest where Joe Biden is also greeted with protesters when he travels there. It's not good. Joe Biden gets heckled and embarrassed every time and everywhere he goes. Joe Biden also went to the used to be purple state, now pretty consistently red state of Ohio earlier in the year, did a town hall with CNN and the entire town hall audience was empty. They were invisible. They were as invisible as AOC's handcuffs. It's so embarrassing. Joe Biden couldn't even get people to fill up a teeny little auditorium. In the meantime, Donald Trump is hosting absolute ultra MAGA rallies packed full of people from stadiums coast to coast, and it's only getting bigger, and the movement is only growing more powerful. This is what the regime is so scared of. They know that their entire edifice is about to collapse 
because now there will not be any big white circles to paint on the ground to plot people in for Joe Biden. It's going to be, if Joe Biden runs in 2024, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump again, but presumably without COVID. And so now you're going to be able to see who can actually draw an audience and who has actual real grassroots support. It ain't Joe Biden and it's not even in blue states. It is embarrassing. And ladies and gentlemen, I guess that's the role of Joe Biden these days to embarrass his base and to embarrass his country falling down on the job.